Hey everyone, it's DM Brad, and this is Chapter 2, Episode 19 of The Fate of Ison. Thanks for joining us. Quick note, this is the final episode of Chapter 2, and oh boy, we've got something special for you. Make sure you hit us up after the show, either at Fate of Ison on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook, or fateofison at gmail.com to let us know what you think. We'll be doing a recap slash Q&A episode sometime in the next few weeks, so if you've got anything you want to ask us about the show, now's a pretty good time. And it wouldn't be an intro without saying thank you to our amazing supporters over at Patreon. A tip of the hat to you, Alex White Robinson, person who wants to stay anonymous, Robert Baldino, Irene Cucci, Laura Christine Goodwin, James Blyseth, Cy J. Hodgkins, and our newest supporter, Laura Douglas. Thanks for joining the resistance, Laura. With your skills, we're going to make magic happen. Okie dokie. It's recap time. The Squadith was led to the location of the Death Heart, an artifact containing a doorway to the realm of Sorgamul, the God of Death. After they retrieved it, they fought a whole legion of ogres with the help of Bedemus, Sorgamul's herald, and Squathel Squad, Trestlespoon's brother, who had been granted warlock powers by a chaos demon. They defeated the ogres and thought their time to rest had finally come. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 19 of chapter 2 of the Fate of Ison. We are in some deep, deep duty. Mm. Um, here's briefly what's going on. Um, the Apple Squadith is inside a mountain in, uh, in the kingdom of Bruss. They have just plowed through a huge crowd of ogres with the help of Bedemus, a demon who is the herald of the god of death. Um, in a brief moment of, holy crap, I can't believe we just killed so many creatures, you were quickly approached by five. I repeat that number, five. Wait, why are you looking at me? I'm not going to... No, because you were looking at me weird. So I'm not going like... to stand and fight against five. I thought you guys were like, five, Marley. No, no. Five. No, you, I caught you looking at me, and I was like, why is she looking at me? Is, yeah, do I need it's because to you're it. in the same room now, and so yeah. I can't actually look at you when you're talking. That's all it is. I Make, think you're self-conscious about it. Makes yeah. me uncomfortable. Not being looked at. Yeah. Everybody look at him. Mm. No. It's weird. It doesn't, it doesn't make for great audio, but <laughs> literally, those were withering stares. We can't actually... All on one, are you all on one webcam? Yes. Mm -hmm. It's a crazy wide angle. <laughs> Isn't it? All just looking at me. <laughs> um, hang, on, hang on, can I please get a shot of that? Can we just do that again? There we go. I'm happy now. See my tits in it? Yeah, tits. I wanted tits. <clears throat> so you were sorely mistaken. You had just defeated a large uh, group of ogres with the help of Bedemus and with the help of Trestlespoon's brother, Squathel Squad, who is wielding some pretty sick warlock powers mm. uh, granted to him by the chaos demon Chet Grish. You, yeah, briefly thought you had just achieved greatness and then five fire giants stepped into view, uh, which is a sort of poo your pants moment. Mm-hmm. One of them, um, the one that you presume to be their leader, Strakon, the, the one who is slightly taller than the others and has two giant shields, each the height of him, so each 30-odd feet tall, um, starts barreling down this corridor at you. He is stepping on dead ogres and trolls and hellhounds, his own kind, and he doesn't really seem to give a fuck. 
He is charging down your way. What do you do? Uh, I'm eating ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, Molly, Molly casts Cloud of Daggers on like a spot she thinks all the ogres will have to go through. All the ogres? Uh, all the ogres. All the fire giants will have to go through. Okay, so like, what, right in front of Strakon? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And then start bolting in the other direction, anywhere away from this. Nice. Oh, running away. But, like, leaves the cloud of daggers just kind of there for anybody who walks through it. Okay, so to run away, um, you really have two options one is to run back oh three options one is to run back into the small room where you found the death heart the giant couldn't follow you in there um, or run back down the giant like uh, accommodation cavern I suppose um, where you killed Gav the first giant mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or if you wanted to try and run past the giants to the pit where the gnomes are those are sort of your options if you're running but you cast your cloud of daggers right in front of uh, Strakon and his charge, mm-hmm. and he just doesn't seem to even like notice it's there. Like it doesn't slow his advance at all. Um, describe cloud of daggers to me. It's just a, a, a cube of five foot on each side of spinning daggers. Yeah. So whenever anybody walks through it or starts a turn in it or whatever, they would take damage from all the spinning daggers that are just there, sitting there in the, in the space. And it lasts for only a minute, but if we're in combat, then yeah. a minute's a while, so. Cool. Uh, do you have to hold concentration to keep it? It's a concentration spell, so I do need to hold it. Okay, um, cool. So yeah, he runs into that, and he takes um, 4d4 slashing damage. Yes, he does, so five. Uh, two ones. That's only seven. Okay. Plus, Bedemus zips through the ankle where that um, cloud of daggers hit, and um, adds fifty to that. Cool. So, so Molly like does that, and then runs in the opposite direction, not really thinking. She wouldn't think to run through the door, so mm. she would probably just head for Gav. the passageway, kind of. You know, like whatever. Which passageway? Well, it's a doorway, isn't it? It's like a narrow corridor. Yeah. So, so where you found the Death Heart? No, no, not oh. the Death Heart one, the other one. The oh. open... Oh, it's like a, yeah, just a big, wide cavern. But that's where of, she yeah, would run, you're because... You're sort of in it already. She wouldn't think to run back into a, tra- a room that was trapped. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? She wouldn't want to be trapped, so mm. she'd just run anywhere else. Back towards that. the mines where you would be trapped. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, trapped later rather than trapped right now. Yeah. So. Okay. Cool, um, and now let's roll initiative. <laughs> good, good. 18. One, which is a four. 13, 16. Oh, you guys got lucky. Band four, Trestle. <laughs> the four regular fire giants. Track on and then Nat One Marley. Mm-hmm. What's all the Squaffly Squad doing? Oh yeah, hang on. Right in the middle. Hmm. Classic Squaffle Squad. 
This is a very big battle with a lot of initiatives. <laughs> um, and bringing up the rear. I nearly, I nearly turned around and said, what happened about Blackwing? And then I realised it's a whole other game. I have a raven. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I have a raven Squash. here, Jules. Oh, I don't have Squathel's sheet. Um, he took... Oh, yeah. Nope, 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 nope. Maths. If I ran to where all my gnomes are and managed to get them out, and get them into the fight. Could they contribute with some yeah. mad damage? I would add them in as one group mm-hmm. who would collectively like pick up some rocks and throw them. Nice from the outskirts. Yeah. What if I gave them all like shurikens and like spread out my weapons and stuff? By the time you got to them, rallied them, and brought them back, the mm. fight would be over. That's true. I'd have to be pretty convincing pretty persuasive yeah so if that's something you want to do on your turn after Banfall, let me know we'll see <laughs> so Banfall. Strachan right. is charging Strachan is charging you down the other four fire giants have sort of hung back well Banfall is having a whale of a time and counter charges. Nice. Um, your rage has worn off from the last battle. Because you thought that battle was over, so you had like a brief moment of cooldown. And enters a rage. Okay. You and if somebody had healing spells at some point, that would be lovely. So I will now execute two attaches. Cool. Upon this pigment. After Marley's very clever cloud of daggers, you could actually kill him with these two. With these two? Clever. Clever. What was that? Clever. What was your roll? Uh, um, I got one defo hit, but the other one was a defo not hit, so I'm going to use a luck point to re-roll. What do you call a defo hit? Um, a... 22? Yes, that is a hit. <laughs> Yeah, get erect. And a defo not hit, so that's one hit. Okay. You remember he has these two enormous shields. He doesn't have weapons, he just has these huge shields. Five. Plus two plus two. Nine. Why am I not doing as much damage as I used to? Because you didn't fire, you don't have your um, hill giant, stone giant strength. Yeah, that would have been good. There is a second potion. Yeah, but I've got it in my bag, and yeah. I've run off. <laughs> I didn't even think about doing that. Um, so what was your total damage? Uh, nine. Fifty-nine. Okay, fifty-nine. That is cool. You still do a hell of a wallop, thanks to Beatabus. Yeah. Spoon looks towards Squaffle Squad, Marley, and Bamfor. Uh, then at the fire giants and begins sprinting towards uh, the uh, pit of gnomes in a bid to uh, free them. Okay. So you're going past the. So I'm going past all the fire giants. Yep. Is this Don't truth? Go yes, I would say it takes your whole turn to get part like up to them. 
Okay. Wow. What a waste. I mean, of you could be attacked thing. by all four of them. Yeah. So don't walk into the giant cube of spinning daggers. <laughs> yes, Trestle Spoon cunningly avoids <laughs> the obvious trap. <laughs> the trap in the middle of the room. <laughs> yeah, all those spinning daggers. He chooses not to. The big Acme trap with a sign saying trap here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which for some reason Wily Coyote is standing in the middle of getting That's sliced right, to yeah. buckery right yeah. now. What's the other one called? What's the uh, duck? Roadrunner. Yeah, Roadrunner. I'm more, I'm more of a Roadrunner mood at the moment. Um, so one of the giants is going to um, turn, did... turn towards Trestle Spoon and mm-hmm. try and attack him with a greatsword. Did the... Did the giant run through my daggers? Yep. Okay, cool. So they're just sitting there behind the deck, behind that yep. giant somewhere. Okay, cool. Just so I have it in my head. Also, Trestlespoon is well aware of any attacks that are being laid upon him, so he's able to do a... Uncanny dodge at yeah. any time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Fair dinkum. Um, a... Nicely done. <laughs> uh, does a... Twenty-seven hit your AC. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okie dokie. Wow, this is this is pretty close to suicide. This. It's a wrap. Uncanny just... dodge is a real thing. It is a real thing. It's real. Yeah. That is some shit ass rolling. Which is great for you. You take eighteen damage from the first swing of its greatsword. I'm and so then dead. Swings back the other way no, and misses. Does go down. So there it is. So eighteen, but I get the divided by two. Yeah. Yep. So you take nine. So you're oh, essentially raging for anything right. you see. Um, Trestle Spoon is in a rage. He enters a rage. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So it took two swings at you. One one way, then one the next. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a pendulum. <laughs> Enter it. One of those pendulum things. <laughs> What are those things that are like a pendulum? Oh, you mean a pendulum, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And it hits the first attack for that and misses the second. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other three are going to charge following Strachan. Oh, I don't know why I rolled. They don't make it anywhere. They just charge up to the cloud of daggers. <laughs> One of them runs through it and the others don't. They don't want to run. So 44, is it? 44. Yeah. Are you rolling it, or do you want me? I didn't actually get a d4 out. Okay. Well, I have two d4, three d4s here if you want me to. Yeah, sure. I didn't want to interrupt ice cream time. Yeah, I'll, I'll roll. Yeah, you roll. So, two, two, and a four, plus a one. Okay, so one of them takes two, two, four, one. Yeah, nine. Thanks for that, because I couldn't work it out myself. <laughs> um, 9 plus better mouse is 50, right? Yeah, 59. Yeah. So close to my favourite number. 60. 9. 60. Um, 58? Great <laughs> number. Yeah. I like 58. That's a damn solid number. <laughs> Not and, the other one. Uh, Squathel Squad is going to see that um, Trestle is in trouble mm-hmm. and is going to shoot a long range. Um, Eldritch Blast, which is 120 feet. Wow. At this giant that is uh, swinging swords at his brother. So I've got one fire giant that'll be chasing me. Right? One that's split off. Yep. Okay. And the beam misses, but it's enough to make the giant look over its shoulder and be like, what the fuck? So 
all he needed but to do. But in giant, it's also like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> and now, uh, Strakon, the big fucker, is going to try and smack Banfor in the face with his sh- with uh, one of his shields. Oh, that definitely hits your AC. That is a 25. 13 bludgeoning damage and 7 fire, so a total of 20. And now it's back around to Banff. Oh, lovely. Cool, cool, cool. I get to do attacking. You get to do 3 if you want. I do. I do want. Me ready. How did you know, Brad, that I wanted to do three? Okay, well, here we go. I will... Is it So it's for every hit I get another 50? Correct. I will not expend a luck point. Did you... Three misses? No. I've got, well, the thing is that I have to determine if I'm going to spend a luck point or not before the outcome is determined. So once I've rolled, but not. So I either have two hits or one hit. I reckon he's like probably around like 17 somewhere. Mm. Guesswork. Okay, well, I've got um, modified a 25 and a 19. Yeah, so they sound good. I reckon they're good. Okay, we'll go with those and I'll save my life point. Cool. Okay, only the 25 hits. Fuck! Okay. Julia! Sorry, I let you down. I'm sorry. This guy, he is armed with two big shields. Oh, he's got two shields. Well, I got a one on the damage. I thought he had one. So that's five, 55. 55? Because of uh, all the hits he's taken, tell me how you kill Strakon, the fire giant leader. Amazing. Describe yes. you and beat him. Uh, how tall is he? Uh, about 35 feet. Um, he's about with, five of you. With um, my axe um, swinging it between his legs, I pop his Achilles and he goes down to his knee and at which point I pull him real close and slip a really nice little thin knife into his Adam's apple through which Beatemus flows and breaks his windpipe I love it there's just this like pathetic like (laughs) and then from his knees he just falls and thump on the ground like the, shakes the cavern now you've just Ooh. got four of his minions to go amazing how have the minions reacted to they, the, they the loss of their leader they haven't had a turn to react yet oh do they each get a reaction turn it's Trestlespoon's turn first <laughs> Uh, how far can Trestlespoon get to his gnomish brethren? Um, I would say if you use your whole t- next turn, you can get uh, another uh, two turns away from them. They were like down a long corridor. Oh, this is utterly pointless. Trestlespoon turns to the fire giant that had um, recently swerved from Squaffle Squad's uh, purple beam of something and um, shoots both his uh, scorpion tails. 
at the beast. You climb up it or anything? Uh, no, these are plain. Well, he's grumpy because he's realised what a waste of time trying <laughs> to save his mates. Yeah, he, he's realising who his real friends are. And he stops and he goes, Ah, oh, the old gnome orgy team, I don't even. I don't have any feelings for them except ones of vague disappointment. <laughs> I, want, I want to save the people that matter to me most. And he uh, turns and he stands still. Uh, and fires both scorpion tails. Okay, one's a 19, the other is a 9. The 19 is a hit. Okay, what the end? Four. Is it two or? Uh, it's uh, 2d4. 2d4 because yeah, it's only hit. one weapon. With two blades. Mm. Oh yeah, so it's a 6 plus 3. Nine. Nine, fifty-nine. Cool. Um, Better muscles. Fifty. Yeah. Love it. Brad's brain is exploding. My brain is fucking exploding, <laughs> eh? This is, this is a insane. calculator I forget you. I am a calculator. <laughs> <laughs> Human calculator. Two plus two is four. Um, I feel like a calculator should be able to do bigger math than two plus two. Cool, that giant is uh, going to retaliate. Mm. Straight up, just gonna look down at this teeny, tiny, little, almost imperceptible creature. Slashing <laughs> it and be like, how are you able to hurt me? <laughs> what is going on here? Swing its great sword one way and hit, and the other way and miss again. Wow. And you see it coming, so you get to uncanny dodge. Marvelous. Uh, I don't like how often he's rolling the dice. It's concerning. Yeah. A lot of rolls. How many is that? It's like six rolls. Yeah, 66. Wow. Plus seven. It's uh, <laughs> a 24, so you can halve that to 12. Oh, I'm not dead yet. <laughs> you know you write 12 in here and then go damage, eh? No. No, I didn't know that. Okay, cool. I'm just going to do it the old-fashioned way. The way you've been doing it the whole time. <laughs> the way I've been doing it the whole time I've been playing this game wrong. All right. <laughs> D&D Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the other giants, now it's their turn to see Strakon has been felled, and they all have a moment of confusion and rage. Uh, when do I I thought you were going to say a moment. Way? You're not in the initiative order. Because I was like, <laughs> oh, you were I know away, my knives yeah, sort of thing, you but then away. I rolled a shit roll, but I was okay. still there. We will retcon you in the last round, because you didn't affect what just happened to that giant anyway. Yeah. Um, what did you do at the end of the last round, straight after... Um, Strakon died or whatever. That was actually this round. Strakon's still alive in your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Describe your past, describe your running away. <laughs> but I wouldn't have. If I'd seen how bad everybody was hurt, like if I'd seen that people were hurt, I would have run back. And plus, these two idiots ran forward. I was expecting them to run with me. So I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, oh, when I turn around and I start running back towards them, I would have, I guess, um, definitely, like, Definitely done um, Bardic Inspiration. Okay, so I'll say you 
you run you were running away you stopped you turned and you started to run back yeah and you got oh. close enough to bardic inspiration because it's only 60 foot yeah Banfor so. to still have that yeah so Banfor can have bardic inspiration and then maybe i fired my crossbow because i can fire that from 120 foot okay and you missed cool thanks brad <laughs> Uh, and now it is... Can I, can I, can I say that I like... Oh, no. How far away is the next person behind? Uh, the next giants are not that far behind Strikon at all. So within 90 foot? Yeah. Can I just say that I hunters marked one of them then? Yes. No, 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 actually I don't want to do that because it's a concentration spell. It's been done! <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no, you've done. Um, you've still got your... Because my spinning dinners would be up, so I... Spinning dinners? Dinners? Um, no, I don't want to do that. I would, have, I would have left the daggers up. Okay. Knowing. Yeah. So I just bartered inspiration and started running in the opposite direction here. Cool. And then if you could give me a turn next time, that would be great. Really I've added you to it. the initiative order. Thank you. Um, <laughs> thing is, you rolled in that once. What I did was I made you skip some turns. <laughs> yeah, cool. Damn, um, making up shit now. <laughs> <laughs> so the three um, giants that were following Strakon, they see their dead boss's body and they, they experience a moment of, of shock and a, a moment, A moment of silence, perhaps? Yeah. Is it enough to make them run yeah. through the cube spinning daggers? They all bow their yeah. heads like they, very they, quietly. They commit, what is it? Harakiri. <laughs> Harakiri by running it into the spinning daggers. You know what? One of them goes, like, reels back in its confusion <laughs> and steps into it. <laughs> It takes 44 damage, plus 50. <laughs> Yay! I'll roll that for you. Why not? That's a 3 and a 4 and a 2, so that's a 9 plus a 3. That was a much better roll. Wow. So that's a 12. Yeah, that's 62 damage for one of them. And that is... I like how his, his noises always go up. Mm. They hardly ever go down. Well, it means his, his brain is getting close to like fusing out. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's the heat in his brain. It's like a castle <laughs> boiling. <laughs> Brad, Brad, Brad. <laughs> He's not responding. <laughs> and he's just still going, right? <laughs> I just realized I mucked up the damage on one of them a few turns ago, but I need to like Rick on re it. reverse maths. Doesn't change how things have happened narratively. You can look. You can like if you look at Brad real hard right now, you can literally see steam coming out of his ears. <laughs> um, Squirtle Squad is just going to do this scream run towards Trestlespoon. His only focus right now is I want to help my brother. And as he's running, he shoots another Eldritch Blast, and again just zaps this purple energy straight past the giant. Misses. He's too. Uh, Squat's too um, unfocused right now. And now it is. Uh, no, it's not Strakon because he's dead, so it's Marley. Yay! Okay. I run past, and as I'm going, I cast Thunderwave because I assume they're all kind of standing sort of together because I've come out of this tunnel, right? Yeah, these things though, I don't think you could hit three of them with a 15 foot blast. You could hit two. Okay, that's fine. Each of them I will accept. takes up more I will that. accept that. Um, I'd like to cast Thunder Wave down the hallway, please. Okay. So it's a constitution saving yep. throw. Which is giant specialty, by the way. I know. But that's fine, because they still take half. Uh, 
a 13, which is a fail. Which is a fail. So two of them take... They take 48. Must look really funny. Tiny little Marley. <laughs> Oof. And then these giants are just pushed backwards. <laughs> and don't forget what she's actually screaming out as she's doing is Thunder Wave! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and now Bamful. You have Marley and um. these three giants. Um, nearby on the other side of Strakon's body. Did you take the Betamoss's damage as well? I'm just yes, making, I did. checking you yes, now. Okay, just shut up and eat your ice cream. Mm. Eat your goddamn ice cream. Yeah, that's it. Eat it just like that. Mm. <laughs> Super gross. Um, okie dokie. Well, I will charge the nearest um, Giante. Uh, a 25, a 23, and a 14. Okay, the first two hit. Nice. Um, two also, if anybody wants to give me a potion of giant of stone giant strengths, I mean, um, am I near enough? Well, you guys are now standing side by side because oh, it okay. just charged into where you are. Okay, so. Attacked one of them twice. So wait, one wait. of them takes. Uh... Oh, wait, was that two separate giants? Or one giant twice? Two separate giants. So it's like a leg and a leg? Yeah, I'm just I'm just hacking at toes. <laughs> Big um, toes. So. Um, modified 57 and modified 64. Okay, one of them dies. <laughs> From a toe injury. From a toe. Ah, <laughs> oh, my toe! And then he just dies. He's been toe capitated. Fungal. Um, and the other one doesn't, but he roars this roar of pain that shakes the cavern. That I won't uh, act out right now for the sake of uh, Jules' neighbours at 11 o'clock at night. Um, <laughs> yeah, to be fair. And now Tris has heard worse. They've definitely heard worse coming out of this bedroom. <laughs> Trestle's burnt out of sheer frustration that this fire giant keeps slapping him around, slapping him around runs screaming towards the giant and aims both scorpion tails at uh, the point where the foot begins to kind of turn into the leg. You mean you the ankle? No, no, not the ankle, because <laughs> he's facing front ways. You know, the... Uh, the pendulum. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like the... <laughs> the pendulum. It's like a pendulum of a foot. It's the foot pendulum. <laughs> so, the, so the bit where the top of the foot becomes... Yeah. The front ankle. The yeah. front The front ankle. The, okay. the ankle. The, the, the frankle. The lowest shin. The yeah, the lowest of shins. 
The trestle shit. The <laughs> trestle shit. He runs screaming, yelling trestle shit as he fires both scorpion tails. For a uh, 25 and an 11. Yeah, the 25's a hit. Moi bien. Uh, so that's 2d. Trestle shin! Trestle shin! <laughs> uh, that's uh, 7. Grain total? Yeah, you rolled two twos. Yeah, okay, two twos. So 57. The second roll I just kind of dropped and it stayed. So I kind of thought about re rolling it, but I thought the audio you could hear, so it would sound like I was yeah. cheating. So that. <laughs> Instead of just rolling like shit. That giant (laughs) bellows. Oh, my shin! (laughs) My upper shin! The part part of my foot where the the, the foot becomes part of the leg. (laughs) The trestle shin! My trestle shin! (laughs) I just want to clarify too that the noises that normally come out of this bedroom late at night are usually me trying to practice playing guitar and sing at the same time, which is why it's bad. So, if you holler... It's probably going to be better than my playing. I thought you were saying that they don't like the, the crazy thing about, about bedroom. Um, you're like, eat your ice cream. <laughs> the crazy thing about when um, when Jules practices her singing and um, and guitar playing is it sounds just like a huge vibrator, um, which is the really crazy part. <laughs> no, vibrators are much quieter than what I do. <laughs> It's more like my cat is trying to have a fight in my bedroom. It's like a diesel powered fight. <laughs> yeah, what did I say? <laughs> High octane. <laughs> my cat is trying to have a fight. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, the giant that uh, Triss just struck. Oh, hang on a minute. Brad, have you fucked up the math again? No, no, did you kill this giant already? Well, you didn't say I did. Yeah, you haven't told us that we killed any giants. Oh, you're the dungeon master, eh, Brad? I know, but I'm doing a lot of maths right now. (laughs) And I'm tired, and I'm full of ice cream. (laughs) And Um, he's got ice cream, and he's bad at (laughs) bad. I cannot add, but I can eat all the ice cream on the planet. Um, This is Brad, Brad, the dungeon uh, master. Yeah, so the one that you just uh, attacked, it's Trestle Shins. Is, it's pissed off at you and mm-hmm. it's going to um, have I not killed it yet no oh right unless you have and I just didn't <laughs> all right I'm so confused sponsor us on patreon we'll get him like a that. calculator <laughs> okay you know what it's actually going it, it can hear trestle um Scrathle squad like charging towards it um, yelling, <laughs> so it's going to bend down and just grab a chunk of the ground and hurl it at him for a fucking nat 20. Bloody hell. Well, thank God he didn't aim at me. Yeah, that could have been a nat 20 straight at you, my friend. Scrapple Squad's going to die. He's going to get obliterated by a chunk of rock. Okay. Oh, yep. Yeah, Squathlet Squad's definitely going to die. That is the shittest rolling. <laughs> it got to roll 4d10 plus 7 to throw a rock at Squathlet Squad. 17. <laughs> Unfucking believable. <laughs> um, hurls this rock at Squath and knocks him on his ass, but doesn't kill him. 
Oh, actually, yes it does! It does kill him. Oh, it knocks him out. This rock um, knocks Squattle Squad down to the ground and he does not get up. Tri oh. Trestlespoon hasn't had time to react yet, has he? Uh, no. And now the other giants are going to uh, just swing swords wildly and net one. One's going to hit the other one, it's going to hit its mate <laughs> with a net one. 30 damage on its mate, which is enough to kill him with Beatimus. <laughs> One of the giants just killed another giant. Right. I like, I like that this, this episode has devolved just Brad doing math by himself. Yes. This is what the show was destined to become. It is. It's what you always <laughs> so, wanted. Squattle Squad death save is a first fail. And Marley who has one fire giant in her face. Drop the the cloud of daggers, which is clearly not doing anything behind her. And Hunter's Mark, the last one that she can see, as a bonus action, and then fire her crossbow twice at the same one. Nice. Do I have to roll twice when it's twice? Uh, when it's the same target? No, it's just one. Good, can I take the highest one then? Because I rolled twice. Sure. <laughs> Which would be a 20 lots. Yeah, Seven. that's enough to hit it. Cool. Two attacks. No, not 27, 25, but yes. Okay. Um, no uh, matter what you roll, you will kill this one with Venus. And it is two. a... Two. <laughs> a, a seven, nine... 11. Yep, so that's 111. Plus, plus, I plus marked mark. it with my hunter's mark, which means <clears throat> another. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yep, good. But also, it's a secondary damage, so that's plus 50 again. Mm. Yes, because it's extra. Because it's only two mm, attacks. It's just second damage. Yeah. yeah. It's gonna blow up. So it's, and like, it's just, it's another 1d6, which is one. Uh, so I hit it with another one, but total, it gets total another of 50. Total of 112. <laughs> yeah. There's not an extra 50 because it's still only two attacks. Oh, okay. It's just Hunter's Mark does extra damage. So 112 is enough to kill that one. The only one standing is the one next to Tress's boat now. Here we go. And it's Banfall's turn. <sighs> Banfall. In a feat of intellectual brilliance. Charges the final one and hits him three times with his axe. Nice. Um, sure. <laughs> Alright. We got ourselves here a cheeky little 22, a lovely little uh, 19, and a silly little 17. Everything over 18 hits. Don't have to roll damage, you have killed the final fire giant. I would like to. <laughs> Just see how badly you abuse it. How much do I kill him, Brad? You know? Uh, so it's 11, 15, so 65. Um, oh, it's, it's not very impressive. Um, 55, so 115, 120 damage. Is that yeah. enough? Yeah, that's enough. That should probably do it. 
Yep, that does it. <laughs> Describe the way that the final fire giant, as far as you know, final in the world. You don't know how many there are. Uh, Bamfor cuts his Achilles, his his hamstring, and then slices back with the other, bringing him to his knees, and then turns his axe sword around and rams it up his dick. <laughs> right up, right up his urethra. You see, um, as you do that, you see um, the familiar form of Bedemus like about to zip through it like an arrow, and then stop short at your little dick maneuver. <laughs> and the shadow. Don't call that, it my little dick maneuver. The shadow. That's what I times. And the shadow that is Bedemus just forms in front of you. It is done. And then dissipates. And the cavern falls deadly quiet, and you take in your surroundings for the first time properly, and all of you are just swimming in this ocean of giant and ogre bodies. Trestlespoon is panting deeply from his chest. Um, he lets out a cry, a banshee wail of grief, as he sees Squaffle Squad has fallen to the floor, and he runs over to help him. Okay. Um roll a medicine check or if you have potions or something I don't think I have potions and I rolled a three on my sweet medicine check yep, so I guess I doesn't help him at all I'm gonna get his toe. him to roll another death save first success does uh, anyone help Scrathal squad yeah yeah oh, I don't have right the healing duty so can I just go and do whatever I like now yep cool um, I'm pretty sure I have spell slot left. Yes, I do. So I just walk over and I cast Cure Wounds on him. Okay. Yeah, he, um... <gasps> like, Jon Snow's back to life. <laughs> and he goes... Like, he takes in his surroundings for a moment. Um, you can tell that he's shocked to be brought back and to see that everything is dead. So, I gave him 13 hit points, so, by the way. Okay. Twistle Spoon, is it over? Squaffle Squad, it's. it's I wish finished. he died now. It's finished. Every my time he talks. Uh, we, we, we killed them all. You, you, you were right. It looked like you got crushed by c- quite a lot of rock there. My arms are so sore. <laughs> That's fair enough, my friend. My brother Squaffle Squad is not dead. He feebly sits up to hug you, and you can tell he's in a lot of pain. Trestlespoon squeezes back more, more than he should, but enough to show he cares. Yeah. Well, now what do we do? I guess um, I guess we go find our, our gnomish brethren. Where are we going to live? What's going to happen to us? We don't have a community anymore. I don't know, Squaffle Squad. I just... I don't know. And just then the raven swings by Mm -hmm. and lands on um, Squaffle Squad's shoulder as he transforms into the little red and black skinned imp demon thing. Mm -hmm. You'll be living with me, Squaffle Squad. Forever. As per our deal. What? Squaffle Squad, what did you do? Uh, Trestlespoon, you've seen the place. It can be cleaned up a little bit, but it's nice enough. You creepy bastard. Why? 
Oh, you, I told you to read the contracts, you squaffle squad, you muppet. I need your brother to keep me tethered to the material realm, and in return he gets power from me. Those purple beams aren't going to do him any good out in the woods, you sneaky douche. It'll do him good enough to find unsuspecting travellers to for him to feed on their flesh and for myself to feed on their souls. It's worked in the past with Levisius until you intervened. So I suppose Squathle Squad has you to thank for, for this little deal. You monstrous little demon. Squaffle Squad, I'm so sorry. You can come with us if you like. Please do. If I have to be trapped in some place for eternity, I'd like to my at least have my brother with me. But what about our, our gnomish folk? Who's going to take care of them? That's not Squaffle Squad's concern anymore. But it is my concern. Well, looks like you've got a decision to make, Trestlespoon. Your brother or your people. Is Mally there? Yeah. Can Mally, Mally hear Mally's, Mally's hear nearby this? and can like, hear all of this. Is the raven, she... like, speaking like... No, this is just common. It's oh, right, okay. It's a conversation. <laughs> Mally, Mally, Mally puts her hand on Trestle Spoon and says, I'll support whatever choice you make, Trace. Oh. But also, don't leave. <laughs> Will Squaffle Squad be the same or will he change well that's up to him really if he's weak-willed enough to to change his demeanor after decades or centuries of eating f- human and gnome flesh and the flesh of any who come by the swamp then he may change but if he's strong-willed enough he'll stay the same um trestlespoon raises his hand crossbow and puts it to Squaffle Squad's head. Trestlespoon, what are you doing? What are you, what, what are you doing, Trestlespoon? Think about this. This is your brother. Molly's like, uh, I did say I'd support your choices, but are you sure? Squaffle Squad. Squaffle holds up a hand with like electricity around it. You, he's, like he's prepared and to Paul defend himself. that hand with his own and drags it back behind his body. What? What's going on with? Please don't do this! And he's struggling against you, but Squaffle can't. Danforth kicks his knees out from underneath him and oh. holds him pinned on his knees. Jeez. Right. You are pinning Trestlespoon's brother to the ground. Squaffle Squad, I'm. I'm so. Please don't do I'm this! I'm so sorry, but you, you didn't see what happened out there. This, this raven's gonna change you you're gonna be you're gonna be different I, I just want to live I just want to see the outside of the world I want our people to to thrive you're gonna be feasting on innocent travelers and the the only way I can get you out of this is to 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 end end it all please don't do this I, I've dreamed of this day for over two, almost 200 years I Squaffle Squad, you're you're free. You're you're with me. L- look around you now. We're going to free all your gnomish family and friends. But I think I I have to say goodbye. Please don't do this, Strether Spoon. It doesn't have to be this way. I love you, Squaffle Squad. I I will miss you. 
Don't be a fool, Trestle Spoon. Trestle Spoon turns his head and shoots the hand crossbow, uh, the bolt, into Squathle Squad. Marley just corrects his aim slightly to make sure that it actually does hit him as he turns his head. Um, <laughs> roll with advantage because he is held. And Marley's helping you. <laughs> Oh my god, that's a two plus six. No, roll with advantage. No, oh, I get to roll twice? Yeah. Oh. Choose the better. Oh. Yeah, you <laughs> 18. <laughs> that's 24. Um, roll your damage. Four. Plus, plus 50? Nope. <laughs> Beatimus is gone. Yeah, Molly healed him for 13 points. So is it four plus, do I get the six as well? No, damage, four. four plus three. So it's your... your no, no, I rolled a one, so it is oh, So four. it's your crossbow? Yeah, yeah, yeah so it's a crossbow. D, it's a D6 plus three for damage? Yeah. yeah. Did you, oh, you rolled... I rolled a Uno. Yeah, so four total. He just takes this bolt <laughs> in his shoulder and he's like, Oh! <laughs> this is... <Trathelful>, please, <laughs> don't! Uh, and he, you can tell Bamford he... Needs... gently pushes, um, Trestle Spoon back and unlimbers um, his axe sword. He puts his boot on um, Squaffle Squad's back and swings down with all his might. Technically, three attacks. Uh, Trestle Spoon is openly weeping. Are you still raging? I mean, I would say he'd just... lost his rage by now. Yeah. I'd say you get two. Well, I don't need to go in for rage. Yeah. Perfectus. Um, Marley messages Trestle, don't turn around, Tress. Because mm-hmm. you you, you've got your back to what's happening right now. Yeah, I've turned away. So, yeah. Both your rolls are with advantage, Ollie, because you're... Okay. He's on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, he's grappled by you. With a yeah, so it's a net 20 or 15 or 15 unmodified. Yeah. You 100% kill Squathel Squad. There's no way he can survive this. Um, so Squathel Squad's head is separated from his neck um, with ceremony. You fools! And Chet Grish, like, turns into a raven and flies away as quickly as he can. Banforth throws a javelin at him. Uh, Marley tries to shoot a crossbow at it. I'd say, I'd say, Marley, at I'd say Marley can. <laughs> she tries. She tries anyway. I probably could. I rolled a six and a nine. I rolled sixty-nine on my dice. <laughs> you, you, you've got one thing on your mind. Sixty-nine. Um. Uh, what's my thing? Why'd you roll twice? Because it's two. Yeah, but it's a single target. Oh, yeah, target. but it's a single target. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so you can choose what you like. It's plus seven anyway. Yeah, that hits. Okay, cool. Ah, oh, that's a six and a five. That's pretty good. So it's an eight plus a seven, so that's fifteen. Firing at a... <laughs> Skilled. At a, uh, just killed Jack Ch- Ch- the demon. <laughs> <laughs> you just your two bolts just go thump thump and this raven transforms back into a, into an imp that's been skewered by two bolts <laughs> and the bolts return to you but the the imp body just falls to the ground and uh, Molly has the second of like awesome and then goes oh shit 
I just killed a demon of the god of chaos. It's not going to be good for me, I don't think. It was pretty chaotic, I guess. <laughs> she just has a moment where she realises, yeah, he's probably not going to not notice that. Uh, Trestlespoon walks over to the, the, the impish raven lying on the floor. Uh, is it still, is it, is it completely dead or is it... It's dead. It's this tiny little like sparrow-sized black and red body. It's oh, it's just like a small lifeless. tortured soul. Yeah. Trestlespoon looks at it and says, you, you will hurt my people no more. No more. No, you will hurt. Not a good time for a pun. <laughs> Trestlespoon chuckles quietly to himself. Adding much needed levity to the situation. Uh, he then turns uh, to see Marley having just shot the crossbow bolt and Bamfor having just completely destroyed Squaffle Squad. <laughs> and he sees the, the violence of his closest friends and he agrees with it. Um, he walks up to them and says um without me my my known people have no leader um and you two have to to go on your your own way now and find your own path so um he trails off into into silence uh, Bamfor is uh, visibly shaken, but uh, understands. Uh, long calcified tear ducts open and uh, begins to slowly weep and doesn't have the words to, uh, to express what he's feeling. So he um, just gently uh, pats Trestle Spoon on the back, sort of tousles his hair a little bit and then turns his back and walks away. Marlene throws herself on her knees, spreads her arms wide, basically beckoning you in for a hug. Trestlespoon uh, <clears throat> walks slowly up, then he, he, he walks a little quicker and embraces Marley. Yeah, she just grabs him and just, like, openly crying, like, just... You're a special little dude, Tress. <laughs> I'm gonna miss you so much. Uh, Trestlespoon um, says, just quietly, not a whisper, but a, 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 a quiet word. He says, uh, "Look, look after Bamfor. Um, he's uh, he's going to need you." No one will do it the way that you do it, Tress. No one does it the Trestlespoon way. <laughs> Like Trestle Spoon. <laughs> you know? I mean, Trestle Spoon uh, looks uh, down at a, at a small motion, notices a, a mouse in his hand, one smaller than the rest, looking up at him, eager for adventure and friendship. Trestle Spoon um, kills it, <laughs> puts the mouse on his shoulder. Uh, he, he gently pushes Marley away. Uh, he nods at Marley and uh, wipes a tear from his eye as he looks at Bamfor walking off into the distance, but sees the mouse and knows that Bamfor will always uh, be with him to some degree. 
and he walks off to... Does he walk off on the ceiling? <laughs> ...to save his gnomes. Uh, on the way, he climbs vertically up the wall. Uh, uh, symbolically lights... Lights the way <laughs> as his blue boots shine a uh, gleaming light uh, down the... down the way. Molly stands by herself in the cavern, surrounded by carnage, watching Trestlespoon's blue boots slowly step away. And a mouse desperately grasping onto the top of his shoulder because Trestlespoon didn't think. Why are we up here? <laughs> and, the, and the mouse is, is, is waving back as Trestlespoon's blue glow slowly fades and then disappears into the distance. And that's the end of chapter two and our time with a young lad of only 200 years old whom we know as Trestlespoon Dirt. <laughs> and what a time is I'm not okay. We'll look back finally on Postman Trestlespoon. The trickery, the attempted apple thievery. Who's gonna, who's gonna provide us with apple entertainment? You'll find someone. Um, well, uh, I guess while we're still recording, uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, it's been a real pleasure playing Trestlespoon and playing with you guys. And uh, yeah, maybe he'll come back in the future. But for now. Uh, Paths are divergent. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you're what you're up to and where you're off to? Oh uh, well, yeah, I'll, yeah. I've been doing comedy in Wellington, so I'm going to the UK to try, figure it out, and have a crack. Uh, give it a go down there. Cool. So down there, down there, or down up there. there. I couldn't. I literally couldn't be moving any further away on <laughs> planet Earth, but. Uh, yeah, there we go for now. And if our listeners want to follow where you end up, is there somewhere they can go to support or? Well, Josh Kingsford is my name. Uh, I haven't made a Facebook page or anything, but I'll get on that. Cool. Uh, yeah, keep an eye out. Uh, it's been a pleasure, guys. Uh, thanks, thanks very much. No, I think the 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 pleasure is completely ours, Josh. Yeah, the pleasure is all Jules's. Yeah. It's all Jules's. Yeah. I've yeah, I've really enjoyed um, teaching you how to play D and D and watching you do funnier shit with D and D than I could have ever imagined. Uh, you taught me a lot about the game as it's been going. So uh, the real teacher was you all along. No, no, but it's been very very cool uh, to see someone fuck around with the game and the concept in a way that I hadn't thought about before. So yeah, it's very. Very, nice. very cool. It's just me not knowing what I'm doing. No, but I like it. Right. It's good. I hope you continue to enjoy the game. I will. All right. Um, yeah, good. Anything from you, mister, before we sign off? I'll say it in the intro-outro, so Josh has to listen to it. Uh-huh. You have to go back and listen to all these. Yep. <laughs> Or any of them. <laughs> or or any of them. of them. Josh refuses to listen to them because he hates listening to himself. Moi <laughs> bien. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, um, until next time, to all of you, mm-hmm. from moi, adieu. 
Adieu. Adieu. Ta-ta. Brian gets get wrecked. Choo-choo. Oh, fly safe, Josh. Um, you're very kidnappable, so just Thanks, watch man. out. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome, man. So that's it for chapter two. We say farewell to our good friends Josh Kingsford and Trestle Spoon Durr. We're really going to miss both of you as you embark on your exciting new adventures. Chapter 3 will be coming in a few weeks, but in the meantime, we've got a bunch of interlude episodes coming up, including a Chapter 2 recap slash Q&A. Uh, remember to ask us stuff for that. Uh, the recordings from our live shows in the New Zealand French Festival and a playtest of the incredible card-based RPG system suited by Escapebox Games. The role-playing podcast community is bursting with awesome, welcoming people who share and promote each other's work. Last week, we gave you a sneak peek at our friends from Scattered Realms and Quest Friends. This week, here are two more great shows, The Session Tapes, and another Kiwi show, The Guardians of the Gygaxi. So I hear you asking yourself, why should I listen to The Session Tapes? Well, let me clue you in. There's witty repartee. Shut up, big boy! Terrifying monsters. I'm going to cast Silent Image, and it's going to be a giant chicken. Mythical treasures. What is this? <laughs> That's some kind of magic sword thingy. Noble deeds. They strip me naked, and they're going to do bad things to me. Heartwarming camaraderie. So you can make your own fucking sandwiches from now on. Earth-rending magic. I cast Gust. And brave, daring do. I'm going to run away. If that isn't reason enough to give the session tapes a try, come for the crazy, stay for the dice. Three, two, two one. one. The Session Tapes. Fridays at www.thesessiontapes.com. In a world that is stemmed from the mind of a madman, a dwarf. I am entering MA. <laughs> a cat. Just a fun little question. Do mushrooms bleed? A lizard. So we should kill them first? An elephant. You know, I, I almost care about um, everyone else. And a cow? No, I'm wearing no armor. <laughs> I'm a barbarian. <clears throat> yes, they band together to fight and escape the drow infested deep down under to bring news of a new threat. This is a tale of. The Guardians of the Gygaxi. Thanks for listening, everyone. We really hope you enjoyed Chapter 2. Bye for now.